until I came along. And I was like, hey, I've like done this before. I ran a really successful clan in Clash of Clans and in RuneScape for years. Can I make a couple suggestions? <laughs> and now I'm kind of like second in command in my little... I was playing a game. I think it was like a uh, Walking Dead game. Uh-huh. And I was part of a faction or whatever. Yeah. And then one day I went and looked... Because I don't always check the messages and everything. Right. And, you know, I don't like dealing with, you know, I'm the exact opposite of you. Uh-huh. If I start a clan, it's because I know I'm the only one and it's because I have to do it as a quest. Yeah. Start or join a clan. So I'll just start a clan because then I don't have to worry about the bullshit. Uh-huh. But sometimes I'll just get in a clan. And I went one day, I forget the name of the game, but it was, you know, it was a Walking Dead game. And uh, I looked and it said, uh, so-and-so has transferred ownership of faction to you. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> That's I'm what happened to the guy that runs my clan yeah. in, in this game. Yeah, he, he never asked for it or wanted it. <laughs> and he just kind of, he follows my lead for the most part. And like, yeah, I like leading and managing guilds and clans and stuff yeah. in games. So I'm like, I wish he would just like leave and let me have it. <laughs> Because I would kick people a lot sooner than 30 days when they go inactive. <laughs> See, I was I actually enjoyed being in a guild in when I played Wartoon. Wartoon? Wartoon. I've never heard of it. It was an MMORPG. Gotcha. But um, something happened a few years ago and it just disappeared. Oh. Which I feel really bad for people because I heard news stories where people who put hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. into this game. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. That RuneScape is the same way, yeah. dude. There are single items in RuneScape that you can buy for like over a thousand real life dollars. Yeah. But could you imagine doing that and then all of a sudden the game just stops? I would flip my shit. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, did I tell you that I finally discovered why I couldn't play GTA Online anymore? Uh, because it's a pay to win. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I was playing it. I didn't care. Uh -huh. I just enjoyed driving around doing business and everything. Sure. And then one day I went to go play it, and it's, it wouldn't give me the option to switch from story mode to online. Uh -huh. And it, it, and when I would get into on, you know story mode, I'd go to go log in online, uh -huh. and it says you do not have permission. I was like, well, that's weird. Maybe it's a setting within my game or, or console. But I didn't think about it. I switched over to Fallout Four and played that for a while. And the other day, I'd kind of gotten bored with Fallout Four for a while. So I was like, let me just try and see again if it, if maybe it was just a glitch or something. Mm -hmm. And it did again. And finally, it, it took me that page saying I do not have access. And there was a button to say click here. I clicked that. Took me to fucking my, uh, uh, Xbox Pass or whatever it's called. Xbox yeah. Gold. So now you've got to pay and get a membership with the Xbox. You have to do that for most online games. I don't actually know how you were GTA 5 it. or GTA Online and uh, Red Dead Redemption Online. I didn't have to pay to play. What? But now they made it where you do? Yeah, I guess they fixed that glitch or something. Oh, weird. Because yeah. I know like certain games like like Ruben was playing uh, Fall Guys with Cat and I. Yeah. Which like it's a goofy little like game show type deal. Yeah. Um, I think a bunch of clumsy little fucks trying to run through obstacle courses. Right. And uh, Ruben doesn't have online through PlayStation, but he's still able to play that with us. Right. Because uh, like Fortnite is the same way. You don't have to have the subscribed online service. Right. I think Epic just lets that happen because they're free games, so everybody plays them. But if you want all the cool crossover skins that they yeah. release all the time, then that's 
like 15 bucks. So yeah. they just want people hooked on the game itself yeah. and then harvest your wallet through microtransactions. Yep. Which unfortunately works sometimes staggeringly <laughs> well on me. Like, I had to have Beast Boy, man. They did a Teen Titans crossover. I had to have Beast Boy. You mean Teen Titans Go? No. No, like actual comic book. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just remember Teen Titans Go back in the day was like saying the Airbender movie was amazing. To you yeah, guys. they got a little bit better about it. <laughs> but Teen Titans Go still sucks. <laughs> they also, there was like a crossover where they did some old like DC comic stuff. Yeah. So they had like the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get the Batman Who Laughs skin. <laughs> And um, De- Deadpool is in Fortnite. Yeah. Yep, yeah, can't get that skin ever again though, because it was a it was an exclusive. Mm. Yeah. See, right now I've switched over to uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Origins. Origins is really good. Yeah, I'm enjoying I really, it. enjoyed I really enjoyed Origins. I love the idea of, of learning where it all started. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't until like literally the final cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can kind of see, I kind of see where it's going. Yeah, you know, right. It started with Cleopatra, but uh-huh. and I guess I can't remember his name right now. The character uh, you play. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's like barely pronounceable. Yeah, if I remember. or something. No, that's a god. Whatever. I don't care. I can't remember his name either. Yeah, but. either way, you know, because I, I thought that he was just starting that he was an assassin. Because yeah, he was no. doing all the parkour shit already. Right. And then, you know, I was like, oh, okay. All right, I like where this is going. So, yeah. yeah. So, I've been playing that, and it has a store, you know, want to get, you know, cool stuff? Uh, no, I'm good on this yeah. one. Thank you very much. Um What I liked the most about Origins was that they completely changed their gameplay formula. Yeah. It's not a linear story so much anymore. Yeah. It's, that map was fucking massive yeah i spent over a hundred hours on origins and there were still gray sections of the map (laughs) that i had never been to um but then they they use that same gameplay formula where it's not counter-based combat anymore it's hitbox based combat they've brought that forward into the other new assassin's creed games yeah but apparently the new one that just got leaked so hard that bungie's trying to sue people not Bungie, uh, Ubisoft. Right. Ubisoft is trying to sue people because their new Assassin's Creed game got leaked to hell. It's called Mirage. Yeah. And it's going to be back to uh, stealth-based mechanics. Yeah. So I love the whole stealth-based thing. Those See, are my favorite parts to play. Me too, but I also loved being a literal fucking Viking with like dual war hammers yeah. and shit in uh, Valhalla. Like right. that was so good. <laughs> it was so much fun, dude. I'm fucking running around with like dual wielded battle axes. Yeah. I've got Thor's hammer and Odin's spear, and I'm just <laughs> shitting on people. So much fun. I hate to say it, but my least favorite Assassin's Creed games are the the Ezio trilogy. Yeah, well, and that's so that's the thing, right? Is those are still really good games. Yeah, but I I don't know. I think because I I went backwards. So I played Black oh, Flag first. Oh, yeah. Well, Black Flag is objectively the best yeah. Assassin's Creed but game. To, Get fucked. Sue me. Yeah. But to play that and then to go back and play Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah. It's just like, this is no. No. Yeah. Well, Assassin's Creed 1 was always a proof of concept game. Right. Because I there were games kind of like that, but there were not games that did what OG Assassin's Creed did in the same way yet right so that that was always kind of a this is a thing look how well it works yeah type deal and then they did Ezio trilogy which was a phenomenal story with great gameplay for the most part (laughs) and you know then 
they just kept branching out into all this different shit. And a lot of people are kind of sick of the Assassin's Creed series, but I, I don't think I'll ever get tired yeah, of it. I like them. I, I will admit, because <clears throat> like you said, you said it last week, I think we were talking about something and you said that the Assassin's Creed prologue is usually like two or three hours. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love that shit. And I honestly, and I told Brandon when I started, you know, I was like, I've been playing it for like two, two and a half hours. Yeah. I've been playing and hadn't seen a modern day sequence sequence yes. yet. And I was like, because that's my least favorite part of the whole game is the modern day. Yeah. Stuff. Nobody really likes those yeah. at all, especially after they got rid of Desmond. Yeah. Once, once Desmond wasn't involved anymore, yeah. uh, nobody cared about the, the modern day sequences. Right. And I told Brandon, I was like, I think they finally just realized nobody cares and there's no modern day sequence. And literally the next day uh, I killed. It's for, for origins, you you're in the Abstergo facility, no. right? No, this one, you're like a girl that's on her own. Uh, Layla is her name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, has yeah. her own animus in a cave. That's or right. In a tomb where... Yeah, they're they're working on it with um, the, the people who were helping Desmond right. after uh, Desmond, quote Died. unquote, yeah. died right. and um, killed what's her name. I don't remember. The, the blonde girl that he was in love with. Yeah, because that was three is when all that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three was when shit hit the fan for, like, the real world right. Assassin's Creed stuff. And to be perfectly honest, I don't understand. I think there's just, you know, I can just close this book. I think we're just going to have a <laughs> <laughs> conversation. We're just going to talk about <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <laughs> but I didn't, I, I still, to this day, don't understand the storyline. If you if you go back and you watch like just all the cutscenes yeah. from the real life Assassin's Creed stuff, right? You can it, it's two separate stories. Uh, what okay. what happened with his ancestors? They're only looking at those stories right. to like find things. Right. Like in Assassin's Creed Three, you had to go through all of Connor's memories to find where he had buried an artifact, right? And then they had to go and get that, right? Um, and then that played into like part of their bigger plan to take down the modern day Templars who are now corporate branded as Abstergo. Right. And who now apparently just make virtual reality video games or something. Uh, that's part of it, but they're also like, they're making them, it gets really meta because they're making them from the memories of right historical people. Right. And they want to, you know, mass produce the animus as like an entertainment thing, but then also like steal memories and enact different methods of controlling the populace that right. way. And then the modern day assassins are reduced to literally just like those four or five people that you see. That's it. Right. See, I, I, I got to think about it while I was playing that the whole idea of being in someone's memories really helps with the not having to suspend disbelief, you know, with your health regenerating or, you know, you yes. die and you come back in the exact same spot kind of yeah. thing. You know, because that's one thing that's always bugged me with video games, mm -hmm. like Grand Theft Auto. <clears throat> you get shot multiple times. Oh, yeah. And then, like, ten minutes later, your shirt's not even bloody anymore. Yeah. I think in um, Just Cause, yeah. if I'm correct, they have an explanation for that. I think it was one of the developers that said this, so it's not, like, canon in the game. Right. But effectively, it's not a health bar. It is a luck bar. And when your luck runs out is when you finally get hit by a bullet. And then you die. Mm. Yeah. Because I got to thinking, you know, could you imagine if they made a game, like just say Fallout. Like I know they have survival mode in Fallout. Sure. 
But could you imagine if it was so real life that you get shot once and you're dead? Yeah. Oh, I I modded up a run of Fallout where I basically did that one time. Yeah. The only time I had enough health to survive a handful of bullets was if I was in power armor. <laughs> yeah. But then I got to thinking, you know, could you imagine? I mean, could that be considered fun? I mean. For some people. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I'm sure you've seen at some point now, you've seen the video of emotional damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guy. We have a button on our phones that plays yeah. that sound. Um. That came from a, a TikTok where he's. They said that Asian is a new difficulty setting on video games, <laughs> and so like literally the guy standing there and a leaf falls and like lands on his shoulder and he dies. Uh huh. And it's Asian, you know, because he's playing the Asian difficulty difficulty, sure. and it's like literally steps on a branch, dies. Uh huh. And then the, the whole emotional damage thing comes from. Um, his aunt shows up and she says, why are you still unemployed? And he dies from emotional <laughs> damage. But I, you know, if you took some, cause I mean, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, like uh, dark souls. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's literally, that's the hardest game. I think anybody's, I don't know if there's any game. Oh, there are much, much more difficult games, but to somebody who's new to from software's gameplay approach. Yeah. And they're, combat design it's it feels like the hardest game you've ever played in your life yeah but could you imagine that if you got hit one time and you died yeah and there was no save feature (laughs) right and you had to start all over again people do that with minecraft all the time oh yeah yeah they're called hard hardcore yeah brandon has a hardcore and he's like been playing this mode when he plays it's been like 200 and something days that he hasn't died Uh uh-huh so i i mean i know it's out there but i'm just Trying to think how fun could it be, I mean, to play a game like that. Well, so it's like you you, you mentioned Dark Souls. It, it gets to a point where you're like, games just aren't as challenging as right. they used to be. Like when you game a lot, yeah, you get to a point where you're like this. I, I miss the challenge mm-hmm. of back when I first started this and it was fun. Right. So you start applying handicaps yourself like yeah. what like when i did that i did a, a full playthrough of fallout where I, it's if i did not have on power armor i was one one shot kill yeah um and i i did it with the survival mechanics too i don't think i finished that playthrough yeah because it did get just like too grueling and i never <laughs> picked it back up right but all i also made it to where everyone else died from a single gunshot you know so it was yeah it felt more immersive and real that way. I ran into a couple things where like NPCs would take like a scripted, very small amount of damage and they would die and I would fail a quest because they, (laughs) because they took what was supposed to be one damage. Right. But because of the way I had it modded up, they just died. (laughs) And yeah. Well then you, if you think about it back in my day, Uh that's how video games were. Yeah, they were quarter eaters. Yeah. One hit, you're dead. Yeah. And there's no continues. No. Unless you put another quarter in. Yeah. Well, that's how they were designed to prey right. on that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I just sometimes I wonder, like, because it did, it did get to a point, and that's why I kind of put it down, that even on hard, you know, setting the combat difficulty to very hard or whatever, uh-huh. 
I was still taking out death claws in like three shots. Yeah, right. You like, get it's, overpowered yeah, and, it's and it's not like, fun yeah. anymore, right? Yeah. So that's why people do the exact opposite thing where they apply all these different like rules and handicaps to themselves where they're like, no, I can't use that weapon. That would just be cheating right? at this point. Like, no, I'm not going to use the fat man. No, I'm not going to go find more mini nukes. I'm going to have one mini nuke for this fat man and I'm going to use it kind of like the way in uh, like Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can get an RPG in Resident Evil, right? I'm thinking specifically Resident Evil 4 because that's right. the one that I've been playing in VR. And you can get an RPG. You cannot get any more ammo for the RPG. Mm. You can rebuy another entire RPG, which is really expensive, and right. it comes with one rocket. <laughs> but that's that's all you get. Yeah. And you can't, there is no reloading it. You're not going to get any more ammo for it unless you buy another one for like 30,000. And it's you, you save that for like the one boss fight that you know you're really going to need it. Yeah. And that's, that's the only time you use that thing. So people apply like that same kind of mentality to other things where they're like, okay, I know I get this, this fat man and this one mini nuke that I can use to kill something if I'm in a really tight spot. Right. And that's it. Well, see, this last run through I did of Fallout 4, I did start in survival because mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Literally, I got to, I think, just outside of the Red Rocket uh, the, the te- Concord where mm-hmm. you go to find the Minutemen. Yeah. 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 Got there and. It's immediately <clears throat> a death claw fight right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. That and somehow I got uh, an infection. Or something. Oh, bacterial yeah, infection. that's right. You said you walked through the water and yeah. got yourself an infection. Yeah. <laughs> and it says you need antibiotics. I have played every single fucking Fallout game uh-huh. since one. Yeah. I have never seen antibiotics in that <laughs> game. Ever. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? I don't... Where does this come from? Well, apparently, I saw later you have to make it in the chemical station. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck this, man. And been see, playing for 20 minutes and already I've got fucking bacterial infection. That's that was specifically I wanted that. I wanted the experience in Fallout of oh yeah, if I walk through this radiated water, I am going to get something, yeah. some kind of parasite or yeah. infection that I am going to have to deal with immediately or I will die. And see one of the first perks I got in this time round was to breathe underwater. Yep. And not get radiation from water. Yeah. So, I mean, literally, I, I mean, that was the beginning of the game. And I was, you know, swimming all the way down to the bottom of fucking quarries and shit yeah. with no problem. But I can't do that with, uh, I guess you probably could with Assassin's Creed. But uh, my thing with it, I can't, I'm not good with the whole parry. Um, oh, I've never been mechanics. good at parrying. No, it's the same so, way in Dark Souls. I can't parry. Yeah. No, so, I'm, just, I'm just fast and do a lot of damage. Yep. I mean, I'll throw away the big like heavy battle axes and shit uh-huh. in Assassin's Creed because they're yeah. too slow. Yeah. Oh, I'll just no, sit no. there and just spam the B or button just to just hit as fast as I can. Yeah. And I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a valid hack and slash approach. <laughs> it's I, I like what they did in the most recent ones where I was talking about how they switched it to hitbox based combat. It yeah. felt like dark souls. I had been playing a lot of the dark souls games when Assassin's Creed origins came out. And when that happened, I was like, Oh, I am automatically very good at this game because it's not as hard as dark souls. I was able to put it on like the hardest difficulty or whatever and, um, just excel 
because right. they did not make it as hard as a From Software game. Yeah. Obviously. Like, uh, Miyazaki is a sadist. <laughs> and yes. you know, Ubisoft just did not want to be on that level because Assassin's Creed as a franchise is very... It's probably their biggest franchise, isn't it? Ubisoft? Oh, they also have Far Cry. Far Cry, yeah. Which I do love Far Cry, too. too. Far Cry 6 was very good. I've not played 6. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it as much. Well, because 5 was incredible. Oh, Far yeah. Cry 5 was so good. Yeah. But then Far Cry 6, you know, no two Far Cry games are alike, right. really. So, it. well, I mean, 3 and 4 were pretty similar. But... It was so different from what five was that a lot of people who like came into the series at five just weren't really into six. And it also, I mean, as all of the Far Cry games are, it was a little bit more overtly political right. than the rest, which uh, you know how capital G gamers are. Right. And yeah. Um, I haven't played, I've, I've only beaten three and five. I didn't finish four, not for lack of trying. It uh -huh. just, I switched over to Xbox One and I don't have it on Xbox One. Uh, uh, I want to play New Dawn because that takes place like after, after five. five. Yeah. So it's, it's one like of the only game. times they've ever done a like straight uh, a straight sequel. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it was good. It has a lot of RPG mechanics that people uh, did not like yeah. much. Like you have to be a certain level to use certain guns, right. stuff like that. But I really liked the grind. Yeah. With New Dawn, I thought it was very satisfying. And I've never played Primal. I did not like Primal yeah. at all. I did not even finish it. Uh, I believe we, I think Brandon played two and liked two. A lot of, a lot of people say that two is still the best Far Cry game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I think a lot of Far Cry deals are based, are hinges upon the villain. Yes. Because I'll admit Far Cry three, I got tired of playing after Voss. After Voss died. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm kind of done now. And then I like the way that Far Cry 5 had like, you know, three mini bosses and then yeah. the mm -hmm. main boss. And I you, like, like you get a certain amount of time to become acquainted with all of yeah. these very interesting characters yeah. that all have this really cool religious context around them. Right. It was very cool. Like the fact that fucking... Um, which which one was the one uh, that uh, tattooed your sin on you? That was was that the main guy? Was that John? No, I don't remember. I know there was one that was kind of like the good looking televangelist guy. Yes, that guy. Okay, then yeah, I he think John he would seed. tattoo your sin, yeah. whatever your one of the seven deadly sins was right. on you and then skin it off of you. Right. And like, that's such a wild sadistic culty concept yeah. that it, it made for an incredibly compelling and scary character. Yeah. And then the fact that, you know, Joseph honestly was among the least interesting of them, but he was the figurehead and the cult of personality, right? Which was very interesting. And he still had all of his sins tattooed on him. Yeah. Which was also very cool. I just I like the way that they were able to use the whole hallucinogens to explain the quote unquote magic part yes. of the, the games. Yeah, and that does kind of take away a little bit when you get all this magic shit. I always loved it though. Yeah, but because I mean, it's camp. I know at but, that point. You know what is it? Is it both three and four where the tattoos? Uh, just three. Three, three has their the the tattoo. Yeah. Then yeah. four has like the tiger and the elephant. 
tree. Yeah, I don't remember as much about them. Uh, New Dawn brings back the magic, though, mm. uh, in, into 5 um, in a very different way. Mm. Uh, big spoiler alert, though, for people who care about the Far Cry universe. Uh, Voss actually didn't die. Isn't, yeah, isn't there like a new game? Well, in 6, they did uh, villain DLCs. Right. Right? So you would play as the villain inside their own minds after they were killed by the protagonist of their respective game. Right? So the first one that came out was the Voss Insanity DLC. Right. Because, of course, it's the Insanity DLC. And you are inside of Voss's mind the moment after he was killed. And they function as like mini roguelike games right where you go through you know it's when you die it's a full reset you lose your weapons you lose your money um and so once you finally beat it you can raise the insanity level up to five and if you raise the insanity level all the way up to five and then at the end you do like an escape big battle type deal well it gives you the option to leave after five waves of bonus enemies but if you defeat all 20 waves of bonus enemies on the highest difficulty and you go through the door to like what what you've been led to believe is Voss going into the light and dying. Right. You get an extra cutscene that shows an older Voss sitting on uh, an island by himself talking to uh, a Spalding type character <laughs> where he, he's got a little tennis ball. And he's you know, doing the voices for both of them because right. it, it's Voss. He's insane. Ha ha. We get the joke. And um, he talks about a conversation that he would have with God if he died. But it, it reveals that you know, Voss actually didn't die. Because you never, you never actually see Voss's body right. in Far Cry 3 either. So people had always theorized that Voss wasn't actually dead. And at the very end of 6... Um, you can hear the guy, one of the guys who leads the revolution in Far Cry 6. Yeah. There's no visual for it. It's just you're watching the credits roll as this happens, but you hear him talking to somebody who is only subtitled as the smuggler, and right. it's Voss's voice. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so they, they really did. They brought Voss back, and I don't know what they'll do with him now that they've confirmed that he didn't actually die because they don't really do direct sequels. Right. But it's created this, like, everybody loves Voss as a villain. He's such a good villain, top right. to bottom, right right, off, right from the start of the game. Yeah. He's one of my all-time favorite villains, like him and Handsome Jack Yeah, from Borderlands 2. Um. They've brought him back, and I don't know exactly what they'll do with him, but I'm excited for the future of the Far Cry <laughs> universe. Well, that's, I mean, not what we planned to do. No, we did a video game conversation. We did a video game <laughs> tangent. Um, we didn't have Ruben again this week, uh, as you can tell, obviously. Actually, he's been here the whole time. We just muted him. <laughs> oh, Ruben, your mic hasn't been on, dude. <laughs> You can suck my whole nuts. There we go. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben's going to be so mad. Um, but uh, so, uh, yeah, you know the routine. Like us, follow us, uh, facebook.com slash two towns. Oh, no. Facebook.com slash TTO pod. Uh, Patreon.com slash two towns over. You have to type us in. We're very yep. explicit. Yeah. We were uh, not as explicit this week. 
No, I no, wonder why. This was a very tame. <laughs> <laughs> this was a very tame episode. <laughs> we didn't talk about murder at all. I know, except in the digital world. Yeah, and it's the one time that the person who doesn't like talking about murder all the time is <laughs> not here. <laughs> oh well. Um, what else is there? Oh, our Audible. Audible. Link. Oh yeah, uh, Ruben's not here to give us a yeah. Audible suggestion. Don't listen to the Unwind series on Audible. It's a very good series of books, but it has a terrible narrator for the audiobook. Uh the Audible link is audibletrial.com slash TTO pod. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, It'll be in the description, right? Uh I guess I can do that. Um <laughs> <laughs> We have a merch store if you're interested. Did I say that already? No, not yet. Teespring. Yeah, uh, Teespring. The link will be in the description. Yeah, you can get a Two Towns Over shirt. I love our logo so much. My wonderful, beautiful, incredible girlfriend does uh, all of our logo art. And we've got that on various pieces of merchandise right uh in the teespring shop and it's just such a nice logo like pull out pull your phone out of your pocket and look at it real quick it's just really nice when it hits your eye like a big pizza pie yeah you'll get the idea um (laughs) and we now have two additional tiers on uh patreon we got the 15 dollars. is that official are they out uh no uh, they will be active on September 11th. Oh, yes, for our one-year anniversary, yes. uh, not related to the... Oh, wait. Yes. Yes, they are active as this this this, this episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so out of it, you guys. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so we have the $15 keys to the city, which you will get a handmade, one-of-a-kind, uh, two-towns-over keychain. And then there is the handmade by Don's also wonderful wife. Yes, who is upset that we haven't already started this. Um, <laughs> and if you do the twenty dollar Ghost Stroke Groupie uh, tier, you will get a backstage pass to the Goat Goat Stroke the Goat the Goat the Ghost Strokes, strokes Post Mortem <laughs> Tour. And uh, over time, we will be uh, having special things. Uh, that only people with that backstage pass will be able to um, take part in. Yeah, that'll probably be something of a, a limited yeah. print, too. If, yeah. we, if we ever really blow up, you'll have a collector's item. Yes. Uh, and then I said two, right? Because we haven't figured out the, the the logistics of the 25 yet. No, yeah, but that that will be a thing at some point. Yes. It will consist of a t-shirt or two or maybe that's, yes, that's yeah, where the yeah, logistics. We don't want to make any promises. Yeah. We don't make any promises. We they'll, do know that there. there will be special not the t-shirts available on Teespring, but um special um t-shirts, special custom made custom made t-shirts will be um, only available when you have that level of Patreon subscription, yes. that that's what'll be on there. We're not going to make any anything more specific than that as right. a promise right now. But those but, will be more like internal like jokes from the show. Oh yeah, yeah, inside jokes. Yeah, like SCP Pete will probably make an appearance. Oh, Ghost yeah. Strokes tour T shirt. Yep, things of that nature. Things that are specifically related to the show itself, not necessarily the show in general. 
So let everybody know that you you're you're on the inside with us. Yeah, if you have a bunch of friends that also listen to the show, but yeah. they can't afford the Patreon tier, right. then you can wear it out to the bar with them just to flex. Yeah, the way you can show that the patron is coming from inside the house. Um, <laughs> and on that note, I think we're going to wrap this up. So I have been Don. Uh, I've been Josh. We didn't shout out the plant babies and shout their moms, the but shout babies. out to the plant babies and their moms. Yeah, although we normally don't do all of this in a midweek. I don't. No, but we still shout out the plant babies and their moms. Yeah, okay, and fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. And uh, be good to yourselves. There you go, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.